Hello and welcome to House Lights, the podcast that reviews recent media from various platforms. Today, we're talking about the impacts TikTok has had on social movements and mental health. I'm Sarah Tidwell, and this time I'm joined by fellow reporters Wendy Guzman and Eli McCown. How are you guys? Great. <laughs> I am doing great on this. What even is, is today Wednesday? I think it's Wednesday. It's a- yeah. But on this phenomenal Wednesday, I'm doing great. Well, that's good to hear. Uh, so like I said, we're going to be talking about TikTok, and I know that I personally have been a TikTok user for, I think, a year. Um, I'm not sure about you guys, but I've been through... I think I used to use Musical.ly, too, like, before TikTok was a thing. So if people don't know, Musical.ly turned into TikTok, I think, in, like, end of 2018-ish era, era maybe. So it's only been about two years, but I just learned about it, like, really recently because of my younger sister's. So, um, Wendy, how long have you had TikTok? And I guess go ahead and describe your For You page for us. What kind of videos are you seeing on the daily? Yeah, so I got TikTok probably if it, the very, very end of 2018 or like January 2019. Because I had a friend who was really into like Vine and Musical.ly and stuff. So I refused to because I knew it was merged with Musical.ly. But and I like was I never had a musically and was always super against it, but I was convinced eventually. So I got it. And um it's gone through quite some paths since then. Right now my for you page is like well, currently as of July twenty second, it's a lot of one direction because tomorrow's like the ten year anniversary of when the band formed. But on the like a normal daily, it's a lot of kind of I don't know how to explain, but they're called like the Goodwill Bin Girls. So it's these girls that they kind of, it's not necessarily girls either, but usually they go thrifting a lot and they go to the Goodwill bins. So it's like the outlets before it's like where resellers go to get clothes, look the better clothes so they can resell them on their own. And they buy really, really nice clothes, you know, like um, the 2000s trends are like really coming back so you can find those all at thrift stores so they go thrifting they make packages for their buyers or they sell their clothes on depop and they make like outfit videos and they do stuff like that so I have a lot of that and then I don't know I don't think you guys have heard of this but if you guys the color customizer girls that's another one so there's a filter on tiktok that's like color customizer so you can like change the saturation of the color and then like or make it like make your image like purple or green or something but yeah there's a lot of things with that because people people are trying to like gatekeep the filter by not letting other people know how to use it because it's kind of confusing but yeah I have that and then I'm also like tapping into like Greek life TikTok and I don't know why because I'm not in a sorority <laughs> but I just get them all the time and it's really funny it'll be like chapter um it'll be like sorority president at this at this year's first chapter meeting via zoom or something like that so I get those all the time but um yeah and then just like a mixture of things like funny videos but mm-hmm. See, I know what you're talking about with the Greek life thing, because that happens to me, too, and I'm also not in a sorority, so, like, I'll get these videos where it's, like, girls acting out, again, chapter presidents, or they're acting out, like, PNMs, which are potential new members, and, like, (laughs) they're just, like, going through, like, moments in time from their personal experiences in sororities, and I'm just, like, I feel like I shouldn't be on this side of TikTok, 
<laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I'm enjoying I, so, it. Yeah, I think they're so entertaining. So, like, I, I've liked them and stuff, so it's probably why they keep popping up. But. One of the big names that I remember from, like, that kind of TikTok is, like, Gracie Bingham or something like that. I don't know. She pops up on my For You page all mm-hmm. the time, and she looks like a typical, like, I'd say, like, Afi maybe, or, like, Kayo or Zeta Girl. Like, she like she fits, like, that vibe for me. Like, a, a top-tier, top like, sorority kind of girl. But it's, like, it's it's funny to watch her videos because I have so many They're friends really funny. in that stuff. So, like, mm-hmm. And, Eli, what about you? How long have you had TikTok, and what kinds of videos do you see? So, I've had TikTok for, like, around a month, maybe a little less. It has been... Like, before TikTok, I was a huge Vine person. Vine was, like, when I was, like, that young young teenager, that was, like, my favorite thing in the world. My For You page is probably the most different out of, like, your guys' For You page because, like, it's just, one, I have sports. It's not highlight clips. It's always just a bunch of people making fun of people in sports, which makes me laugh, and I get a good... (laughs) I make tick. I want TikTok to make me laugh because I, ma- I try to make it as much like Vine as possible. I think is what I'm trying to is what I do subconsciously. But um, the other one I have is also relationship t- TikToks to make fun of my girlfriend all the time when I see one that reminds me of her that I make fun of her with. That happens all the time. Um, for example, like when there's one when I, it was something like, um, oh, what is like it was something like what do you want to eat? And it was someone saying like, oh, I don't know. And it was like me making fun of her for that because that happens on a daily basis. Um, the other thing I also have on my TikTok is just straight memes. I have memes for days on my TikTok. Um, so I'm like a 13-year-old, 14-year-old kid on TikTok, I think. It's pretty much where I'm at. Mm-hmm. And there's that's the thing too. There's so many different kinds of like for you pages. People will call it like alt TikTok and like gay TikTok and um fried tiktok like stuff like that like it just like describes i guess what your for you page is and it's cool to see like people have different for you pages than i do like my defining ones yeah like you can be on any tiktok like i'm pretty sure i'm on multiple different tiktoks because i'll see things like um girls giving like workout routines and diets like um like pretty healthy foods to eat like they make those smoothie bowls and they make like cool like tortilla pizzas and stuff and then i'll see like people redecorating their houses or their bedrooms and then I'll see things like witch TikTok which is like a huge one for me um I don't know about Wendy and obviously probably not you Eli but I don't know about Wendy um I'm on witch TikTok so I see like their um chaotic witch aunt is like my favorite user and she'll post like funny videos that relate to things she does in witchcraft so like she'll talk about like the gods that she works with and she'll make like funny videos with like her crystals and like um, making protective stuff like spells and stuff like have you seen any of those one day or is it just me yeah no I get a ton of those I get a lot of the like of tarot readings on my for you page too, too yeah yeah which I honestly love because they like they're a breath of fresh air sometimes because it's like very reassuring it's like I don't know who this person is but they're watching out for me clearly like they're doing stuff that's good I don't know why this kind of reminded me. She's not witch TikTok, but I just wanted to like shout out my favorite, my just all time favorite TikToker. I don't know if you you know Glam Demon two thousand four. I don't. She's a she's like a like a fashion design student in New York City. I'm and gonna have to look her up. 
my god i love her she talks with like a um what's the the made-up accent the the like mid-atlantic accent is that what it's called i've never heard of that i if she's in new york i would assume she'd have like a jersey or new york accent no, like a manhattan no. accent so she talks, she's like from like the 50s or something but like that's just how she talks like, I've seen lives from her. Like, I almost want to pull it up. <laughs> See, I, I think I understand, like, all the different versions of TikTok, but there's one part of TikTok I don't understand when I'm watching it, or, like, when I see things. And that is, like, the main, main, mainstream of TikTok. Straight like, TikTok. That is straight TikTok. Like, I don't know what that is, but, like, Addison... I don't know what you mean by that, but I mean, like, Addison Ray yes. and, like, the, the two... Who are the two sisters that both have the like Emilio, the Emilio sisters, Charlie and Dixie? Charlie and Dixie. Yes, yes. So there's a bunch of talk. Yeah. Okay, so I don't understand <laughs> that part of TikTok where they're just doing dances all the time. That's why it's straight I, TikTok because it's like, oh, look at these that, straight white like, kids like doing dances. Like that's yeah. it's it's a very straight TikTok. They're referring to it as like being really boring and dumb. Like they're just yeah. dancing. And I think I it's really, it. it's really, really funny because it's also a thing. Like, I don't have a problem with any of them. They seem like really yeah, nice people. But exactly. I think it's hilarious that like alt TikTok loves Charlie D'Amelio. Like, they love her because she's like, just like she's just a little a, a little teenage girl. Like, she's like sixteen. She didn't. She was kind of like the first person to really get TikTok famous. So she kind of didn't really ask for it or anything like that. And her sister kind of just became famous out of like relation but it's it's so funny they absolutely love her i also love her she seems really really nice but yeah on alt tiktok they like make fun of addison ray because there's a song there's a song with like addison ray in it (laughs) can i get this oh well there's yeah there was the song that someone wrote about addison ray do you want to recite the lyrics do you know the lyrics (laughs) should i try to like do my impression of her? Yeah. No, no. <laughs> I don't know if I can do it. Okay. So she did like a genius interview of her going through the lyrics of this song. So she's like, she's reading the lyrics in this interview and she's like, Addison Ray. What was the next word? It's like, I need a bad bleep. It's like, okay, Addison yeah, she's Ray, like, something like that. I need a bad bleep. Addison Ray, Lashardi the Baddest, yeah, and she's got her ways. That was like, but she just like sounded so, she was so weird. And everyone just kind of making fun of her for the way she said her, the lyrics of that song. And then afterwards she goes, those lyrics are really heartfelt to me, as you know, they're about me. And I was like, oh, really? Oh, oh really? Yeah, I'm sorry, Addison Ray. I'm sure you're not listening to this. I you seem nice, but <laughs> yeah, I don't have a problem with any of them. It's just the fact that like I don't like watching dance TikToks. Like I like other TikToks. I just don't understand. I guess I just don't understand like the the point. Like I, I'm sitting there and, and it comes up or whatever, or I see it on like Twitter or something, and I'm like, why do people like I, again? No problem with them because they're making. I think I saw a tweet about it. they're making like thousands of dollars at TikTok. Mm-hmm. So I get it. People like it. I just don't understand why. I don't know. They're making bank. Good for them. I just don't understand why this is popular. Why people want to watch random people that they don't know dance. I just Mm -hmm. don't understand it. And it's not like it's not like anything. It's not even like a dance that's like. It's not like impressive. It's like it's it's good. There's talent there, but it's not like it's like a. 
very intricate or anything. You know what I mean? Like, it's just I just like a lot just, of arm waving, waving, like they do like those weird X's and then the whoa, and it's just like they just wave their arms. Arm. Yeah. And there's literally ones where they just do. What is the one that I always see? It's the damn like shoulder tap, and what then they, they do. And they, they, and it's like, why? Why do people want to see it? I just don't understand. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I don't know. Um, they're they're like really easy to catch on to. Sometimes I'll catch myself doing them, and I've never learned the dance. Mm-hmm. And I don't even have very many dancers on my for you page. But it's just they're just that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's I was the thing on that, Oh, go ahead, Eli. Like that's the thing that I take, and I'm like when like I'm messing with my girlfriend Allie, I'll just I'll be like. Hey, like I'll hear like the music or something that comes up when she's watching or something. Be like, "Oh, look at me!" And then I'll start like doing like the like the dance, and it's just like I don't, I just don't get it. I don't. It's okay. I don't think anybody really gets it. They're just, I don't know, whatever they gotta do to get their bag, they get their bag. (laughs) Um. Okay. So, how? Let's go back to Wendy. How do you think these videos that you know you described you're seeing, even though it's just girls thrifting and girls with like different colors and. filters and stuff how do you how do you think they're impacting your mental health in any way like is there good to it is there bad to it um I don't know well I really enjoy just what I'm on just because it's things that I'm interested in. I like clothes and I like it's a lot of artsy girls that listen to music that I like so that's that's cool but there's a lot of like toxicity I think that's how you say that mm-hmm. um in it like for like I said the whole people were trying to gatekeep that like color customizer filter because like Addison or someone was like starting to use it or like someone just like popular was starting to use it like that just that's just so like crappy I don't know people can be really mean there was also one that it was a girl and she's like she was kind of like sipping on a lemonade and it was playing this like punk type song and she was with the color customizer filter and she had like these like old vintage like 60s glasses and she's and the caption was like when he leaves you for when he dumps you and then he goes to the to the lululemon wearing girl with no personality or something but like that's really like yeah so it's cool to be you know a little alternative not very basic but you also can't be tearing people down like that a lot you know exactly like the saying goes girls support girls like girls girls like like you can you can be basic and go to starbucks and wear lululemon and you can or you could you know use the color customizer filter and listen to rock music but like be nice to each other so Mm -hmm. i I don't know i really hate that because that's involved a lot in the tiktok that i'm on another kind of similar thing is bringing back to addison ray she did a thing some type of thing about prom because you know all the proms got canceled and stuff because of covid oh and so she did a tiktok dance like dancing to like prom queen by beach bunny which is actually like my favorite band but that song is not about prom yeah it's about it's about um eating disorders Mm -hmm. so it's just called prom queen so it was like really insensitive kind of her to just do like a dance promoting something to a song that's like really sad and the actual like line in the song that she danced to was just i mean it was a better one but it was just not Okay, but then people were, like, getting mad at her for doing that. She ended up deleting it, but never said anything. But people were, like, it was a joke where it was the song playing, and it was, like, it was, like, me, like, they were kind of stating ways in which they 
when the, if they have an eating disorder if they had one like ways that they would go about you know starving themselves or like just like kind of not healthy things to be spreading around they would say that it was like me well me listening to this song thinking about how many calories i ate today and then it's like versus addison like thinking about this song and she's like dancing doing whatever and i think i understand like the motive was kind of to just be like like hey addison like you should have really looked into what this song was actually about before using it for something stupid but then also like that kept kind of snowballing and it the things that it was talking about got really really worse so really it just kind of gave more ideas to people that are suffering with eating disorders and that like that was a really big chunk of my for you page for a while and it was just really really like sad and i know that it probably was not it was not helpful you know mm-hmm. then like what she did what addison did in comparison to just like giving other people that are sick like ideas was nothing yeah no i saw a lot about that too and i do like have a lot of different things on my for you page that revolve around mental illness mm-hmm. um so like i don't know like i'll get random um, TikToks that are, like, stories of people, like, telling their tale of something traumatic they went through or how they're coping with mental illness. And so, like, I understand that, like, where Addison was coming from was a little insensitive, but at the same time, um, maybe she might, like, she might not have known or, like, things like that. Like, people on TikTok are so quick to bully somebody else, um, and, I feel like that's something that, like, you can't, obviously you can't do, like, even in real life, you can't just jump to conclusions, like, maybe they're uneducated, maybe you should educate them instead of yelling at them or degrading them, um, and two, like, another thing I see is, like, girls like Addison, who are very pretty and very skinny, um, will post videos, and it's just, like, it kind of makes you think a little bit, and it's, like, a little bit toxic, like you said, um, like, for your self-image, because you start to compare yourself to these girls, saying that you would on instagram or twitter or facebook wherever you're seeing like pictures of these people who are popular or famous and are really pretty and then um they go and make a video like that using that kind of audio and it's just like like i don't know how to feel anymore like do i want to be like them or what and just like i feel like tiktok is it's very easy to watch these videos out of enjoyment which is something that i do i do it to like distract myself from um like things going on in my life like it's how I um, unwind like every night from working for the state news all day and like it it just sometimes it can be like you're right very toxic and very hard especially on these little girls I've seen people who are like 12 and 13 on this app that are seeing these kinds of videos videos like what Addison made and it's just like you're thinking about it and you're like when I was 13 I wasn't having that kind of image put in my head I want to know like how these little girls are feeling how these little girls are taking it because if it didn't have like if it didn't have an impact on me until 17 16 like how is it going to have an impact on them way younger and like how are they going to grow up now with their own self-image so just kind of like I feel like you have to be super careful on the app and they do have like settings where you can um report a video or say you don't want to see that kind of video anymore which they do on most social media um apps but it's just like sometimes it's once you get sucked in it's very hard to get out of that loop of mental like behavior um so Eli you have a different for you page than we do so what I guess would you say how does your for you page impact you I think if we're talking about my for me page for me specifically it's um 
for me, it's more uplifting because, like I said, I think I've formed mine last month to be more like Vine than I did than right. for others. Like, I think I've formed mine the right way because I, I kind of understood a little bit how it worked. So, like, one of the things you're talking about, like, when it comes to, like, these, like, mental illness problems, like, at 12 and 13, when we were on Vine, like, we did, we were watching, like, the, I'm in my mom's car, like, vroom, vroom, doing things like that, and then, like, or, like, my favorite one is, like, the, oh, I think Marlon Webb, when he was doing the watermelon things, mm-hmm. where he's, like, putting watermelons on his head and shit, like, that was my 12 to 13-year-old age exactly and then like now i feel like i've more or less replicated that like i to this point haven't gotten like wrapped into it it hasn't become a part of my routine per se um my routine usually at night when i'm like winding down or whatever is like watching netflix like usually the office or playing 2k or something to along that line um but it is it's starting to slowly become part of that, which I'm trying to be conscious of and be like, I, I don't need another social media app. Mm-hmm. Like, I just don't need that. Um, but yeah, I mean, like, my, my TikTok right now is very, like, it makes me laugh. I get on it and I'm like, that's funny or that's enjoyable or it's like a sports thing where I laugh or I remember something and I reminisce on something or something along those lines. So I think my four you page is more uplifting um and i think that's something that like a lot of 12 and 13 year olds like this younger generation like they maybe don't understand how to work that and i think that hurts because you they watch like these videos of addison ray the uh is it i I forget their names but like the the ones you know like these really pretty girls on tiktok and then they're like oh well like i need to look you know like you're not getting like the enjoyable parts of it. You're watching the same thing over and over again. Once you start watching it, then you get in that cycle of it's all in your thing. You're watching and watching, you're watching it sucks, stuck in your head. It sucks for these younger kids. It really mm-hmm. does. Um, I wish they had the light childhood that I did where I watched a potato fl- flying around my room on like a fan or something, unlike everyone else, because I feel like they don't get that. Yeah, exactly. Like I said, TikTok is something I feel like the biggest toxic behavior of tiktok is conforming to like or starting eating disorders or like there will be people um who um what is it they oh they calorie count so like they'll post videos of what they eat in a day and like their day like their workout and stuff like that and they calorie count everything which is a really bad behavior when it comes to eating disorders and starting eating disorders um if you get too wrapped up in the numbers then it starts to spiral um, and I've talked to so many therapists who, you know, don't recommend doing that at all because of the behavior it kind of correlates to. And if these little kids are like seeing these really skinny girls who are eating, um, like a certain number of calories every day, because that's what they need to survive, then they're going to try to adapt to it. And it's like, no, everybody's different. You have to try You have to adapt to what you need, not what these girls on TikTok are doing. Like you have to focus on you but it's very hard to do that when your for you page is full of very skinny girls who are in bathing suits who who are working out and who are you know living the life that like some of these girls want to do but you know aren't and stuff like that it just I don't know I feel like that's like 
one of the biggest issues that I see from TikTok is it correlates pretty well with eating disorders, which isn't a good thing at all. And I really wish that the behavior on the app was different because I don't want my little sister who's 13 years old to be watching that. But I can't, you know, I can't stop her from watching it. So, Like, I also think it's the same thing that we've been talking about for years with social media. Like, people paint a picture of themselves on social media and a lot of times that's not how their life is always going exactly like you know like people like as much as people can post like oh look how amazing my life is like these people have gotten rich off tiktok they're sitting there like look at all these amazing things i'm doing and i'm so you know i'm this and that they have they have their same insecurities too like they have their same problems they have their same issues everybody has their problems but they can but you don't see that Mm-hmm. You know, like you're not yeah. seeing that. Social media then, is like a smoke screen over somebody's real life. And it's very mm-hmm. hard to come to terms with that, um, especially at a very young age. Yeah. Um, one thing I wanted to mention was just not even just from like a viewer perspective, but from a, you know, TikTok or a creator on there. I remember a couple months ago, maybe. So, like, Addison Ray obviously is a very beautiful girl. She's very skinny. She's, you know, just doing her dancing videos. But she's also not, like, supermodel, teeny tiny waist, tiny rib cage skinny either. So she, like, kind of looks a little, a, a bit more normal, I guess. Like, I don't know how to say that without sounding like a backhanded compliment. But a lot of people at one point were, like, you know, telling Addison that she, like, looked fat. And I remember seeing things of, like, her, like, generally, like, getting her feelings, like, her feelings were hurt about it. And, like, her videos, like, she was starting to, like, cover up in videos more. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no. Almost the opposite was happening to Charlie, because Charlie's very small. Yeah, that too. I remember seeing that with Charlie. Um, It gets really bad, just, like, people are so hateful for no reason, especially on this app. Like they take it out a lot more on this app than I've seen on any social media because on Instagram, it's usually like you're hyping up your friends in the comments on Facebook. It's usually like mainly just politics. Like there's nothing that you would like kids our age would really care about on Facebook. Um, Twitter, it's mostly just like for laughs. Like you don't typically reply to tweets unless it's like for laughs, that kind of thing. Um, or unless you're us at the state news and you like to start fake arguments with each other. Um, and then there's TikTok where, you know, you can hide behind, um, I guess to me, it feels like you can hide a lot easier on TikTok than you can hide on other social media accounts. Um, because you can't see mutual followers or anything on TikTok like you can on other accounts. So like, say I was just like user and then a bunch of numbers and letters Like, you can't tell that I'd be following both of you or that you guys were following me. But on Twitter and Instagram, it would say followed by, like, Eli and Wendy. Or on Twitter, it does the same kind of thing. So I just feel like it's... Oh, go ahead. I think there's a sense of security behind it, too. Because I think with TikTok, there's a sense of feeling that, like, oh, well, it's only, like, my age group that's on it. You know, it's, like, our Mm -hmm. age group and younger. Like, we're kind of, like, at the tail end of that age group, I feel like that really watches it like that college age downs kind of where that age range is for tiktok Mm -hmm. and i think like we're sitting there in a position like oh well like people are saying that and they're not thinking like oh well my future employers could look at this if i say something mean on here like this is a place where i can do that because they feel like maybe it won't happen too i think there's kind of a sense of security about that 
Yeah, that too. I feel like, like, that just adds to the whole hiding aspect. Like, it's a social media that adults aren't gonna check. And, like, you'll see an occasional adult on TikTok, but they're usually not too old. And if they are, they're on it, like, through their grandkids or people who are younger. So it's just, like, like you said, like, it's a, it's a sense of security for us because we don't have to worry about what adults are going to do, like, with our accounts in the future. But, I mean, that's it's social media, so we still should, like, be careful. And words have consequences, so, like, people should know to, I guess, just, I guess, keep your, like, keep your mouth shut unless you have nothing nice to say. And I've seen that commented at so many, uh, like... I've seen that commented under hate hate comments all the time. Like people will be like, "Why are you, why are you, like saying this right now?" And they're like, it, then they just reply like, "Oh, it's my opinion. Like I can tear this person down because it's my opinion." Like, no, no, that's not really how it should work. Like you should kind of you know be yeah, mindful <laughs> and understand that you know these Addison Ray and Charlie D'Amelio are people. They're people. They have feelings. So I just feel like there's a lot of hate and. It doesn't just stop at pretty girls. It also goes into politics, which is another thing we're going to talk about. Um, I don't know if you guys have seen, but um, obviously with Black Lives Matter and stuff going on, that is kind of one of the biggest movements being signal boosted right now on TikTok. Um, It's all over my For You page. There are activist creators who are providing, you know, educational materials. They're kind of, that's kind of how... Gen Z is getting, you know, their information about what's going on in the world because most of Gen Z is, you know, our age or younger. So they're not all going to be on Instagram. They're not all going to be on Twitter. Um, They're not all on Facebook because, you know, I'm sure like you guys don't use Facebook very often unless it's for work. Um, So I just guess, what do you guys, or how do you guys think TikTok is helping in this kind of, um, I don't know if it's right to call it revolution, but like social movement. How do you guys think that it's helping um, things like Black Lives Matter reach younger kids. I'll say, like, when I joined TikTok, it was right around, I think it was about a month ago. So it was at, like, the tail end of, like, the real peak of, like, media coverage of the Black Lives Matter movement and, like, the peak of, like, the or the amount of attention it was getting. And it's still getting a ton there's still just a lot of protests going on and still a lot of things still happening today. But, you know, obviously I think the attention on it maybe wasn't what it was about a month, month and a half ago, like at the May, beginning of June. Um, So when I joined, I was already past that point of when it was really big. So that hasn't become a part of my free you page, but like, I mean, we already saw its impact on politics with the, um Donald Trump's campaign I mean they literally got a bunch higher or they literally just signed up for a bunch of seats and emptied his rally which it to me is absolutely hilarious but I love our like that's one of the things about like our generation makes me laugh is that we're pretty sophisticated and pretty good at trolling like widespread doing it in a way that's like funny that's like that really makes the other older generations mad about certain things. Mm-hmm. Um, when it comes to the movement, though, I think it's been pretty awesome to see the way people have done it, um, like have done a really good job at like coordinating and showing off new resources to people, showing people new avenues. Um, I think like 
on Instagram. I think when the whole, when they, I think it was like blackout Tuesday was what it was like that one time when that happened, I feel like a little bit like the message got lost in that initial after when everyone did it, because I think people started doing it because other people were doing it rather Mm -hmm. than understanding what the message was of the reason we're doing this is you don't post anything on social media and you're supposed to take the time to off social media to find new resources, see all these new things, different things that are happening. Um, But you know, I felt like with that, um, the message got a bit lost. But on TikTok, I mean, it seemed, it's seemingly like a lot of our generation is getting a lot of our information off of it. And people have done a really good job at spreading it. And I mean, the more you can spread this around and be like, this is what's happening, the better. The more people are more informed, more apt to listen and find new information on the things they're getting, it's important. So, I mean, I applaud TikTok for it. I thought they did a really um, – the people of TikTok who – had um a role in this and still do have done a really good job at um getting the word out there and making people understand what's going on Mm -hmm. exactly what about you wendy um yeah a lot of the same the same things from my end i really like that there's a lot of like news organizations too that are doing a lot of things and the fact of an like a news organization kind of having a fun TikTok like the Washington Post or something already gets attention. So having that platform is really good to be able to be informative. The TikTok guy from Washington Post has been doing a lot of stuff. One organization that did some cool stuff too was Paper Magazine, but they're very very um, clearly biased. So they don't have as much restrictions as maybe the Washington Post do, who maybe tries to be a little more. Um, impartial but it's really cool that there's like a new like a new way for these ideas to be presented onto kids like we said before and now that they're like younger you know so they can know what's going on in a digestible way that they might ha- you know have fun while they're just like scrolling around mm-hmm. yeah I really think um my for you page was huge with Black Lives Matter and I mean it still is I have people who are educating about um, you know, significant black people in the early, like, 40s, 50s, and 60s with the first civil rights movement with Martin Luther King. Um, and, like, I have people who are, um, I don't know about, like, there's more than just Black Lives Matter, too. Like, I have people talking about um, pro-life and the women's rights movement and um, abortion and stuff like that. I have people who are talking about, you know, Trump in general, people who talk about gun reform, um, people who talk about COVID. And it's just, it's nice because... A lot of what I see on Twitter is news organization opinion or facts. And what I see on Facebook is um, mostly people from my hometown who are white conservatives, um, their opinions. So, like, to see, I guess, people with my same opinions on TikTok, it kind of makes me feel more like I'm not the only one who feels this way. Like, there's other people in the world who do, and it's nice that they're trying to educate our side of it and not just like the white conservative side of it like they're bringing in everybody and they're opening doors for everybody and it's I guess just like the social movement side of TikTok is very inclusive and forgiving because there are people who are like oh like I didn't know this before like this is interesting like I'm thank you for posting it like that kind of thing like they're thankful for being educated it's cancel culture isn't as big I guess, as it is on, like, Twitter and stuff. It's just, like, the 
this younger generation is allowing people to learn from their mistakes. And I feel like that's something that everybody needs to start doing is we're all human. We all make mistakes and um, forgiveness is a thing. Free will and second chances are a thing. So I just feel like it's really reaching the masses in a way that Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, all these other social media platforms haven't yet. And I feel like that's why TikTok is so special, even if it's um, it started out as a second Vine, kind of a longer version of what Vine was. So, I think it also is really important to like, and I know if like Evan listens to this, he's going to be like clapping in the background, like fist pumping to this when I say this, but like, Media literacy is, like, so important to, mm-hmm. like, and understand, because a lot of people don't understand, like, we know as, like, people who work in the media, like, if, if we want information, like, where to look for it, and who's reliable to get that information, but so many people aren't, and it's really good that I've seen on TikTok, and you still have to be careful and do your due diligence and look around, but it is cool to be, like, a lot of what I see have seen on TikTok isn't necessarily opinions, but like Sarah, you've said, like it's pointing to something and saying like, look at this, here's something you can join. Here's a petition you can sign. Here's a, um, something that's happening currently. And then, but it's, it is really important. Like I go on Facebook and I see my relatives sharing something from like some sketch news site about like something just comes so radical and so many people don't understand how to go on social media and not just share a post that is so clearly wrong and not correct or like just so there's so much disinformation out there i'm glad to see with tiktok it's not necessarily saying like at least what i have seen i haven't seen much of this it's like people saying like this is something that happened, but rather pointing people to resources or pointing people to something that they can do. And I think that's really helpful. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I agree with you. I've seen a lot of people who are, you know, um, discrediting like things like Fox News and CNN and showing like why they're not reliable as much anymore and talking more about like what, um, I don't know what the other anchors names are but I've seen them kind of get slandered on Twitter a little bit but I know Tucker Carlson is a big name on TikTok that like they're trying to bring to light the way he reports is you know not ethically right and stuff like that and you know um Gen Z isn't one for media you know I guess most Americans aren't one for media because we've gotten slandered so much by big name people like the president um and so it people are very um wary of like where they get their media from and um they think everything that you know media outlets post is fearmongering and not the facts and they try to discredit you know all of the work we put into it but like I feel like you're right Gen Z does point to um it's like it's more than just one source it's more than just like hey look at the state news like it's like hey look at the state news look at this look at this look at this and like they give like a it's like a diorama of however you say that word um of like different sources that all connect to the same kind of thing so that you can learn from different opinions different viewpoints different um like the different facts that one might one source might have let out left out that kind of thing so i feel like tiktok has definitely done a very good job at signal boosting educational materials it's a weird app still trying to figure out how to use it i want vine back um go back to some simpler days but um 
Well, I mean, I enjoy it. This last like month, it's just been it's another thing when like I don't have anything else going on, something something to throw on when I'm bored, and it's been fun. I've I've enjoyed it. I know a bunch of my friends would are gonna give me you know shit for liking it, you know, but it is what it is. I enjoy it, and I'll ride the wave. It is what it is, exactly. Well, thank you guys so much for coming on, and thank you all for listening to our podcast today.